Good morning and welcome to the Results Club. If you want to achieve extraordinary results in your life and business, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Liat Horovitz, and as a results coach, I help driven, high-performing humans identify and achieve the results they desire. On this show, I will be sharing inspiring interviews with some of the most interesting experts and thought leaders out there, as well as strategy tips, mindset tools, and motivational resources that you need to achieve the results you want. Our journey to success starts here. Welcome to the club. For all you business owners, no matter what stage of your business you are in, this episode of the Results Club is for you. Today, I am interviewing one of my new favorite people. Her name is Jamie Monty. She's a CPA and bookkeeper, and she has created a business to help people navigate their business finances in a chill, fun, and empowering way. I really cannot wait for you to hear all that Jamie has to share with us. She's really an amazing energy, and I'm so grateful that she's now in my community after being introduced by some of my minxes right here in this space. Even if you don't have a business, I really recommend that you listen into this episode as well, because the way that you deal with your business and or personal finances, it's one in the same. It's the same kind of mindset that we're going for. And Jamie talks all about that in this episode. So here we go. Jamie, welcome. It's so nice to have you here with us on the Results Club podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have this conversation I know, me too, me too. I have to say that since the first time we spoke, I was really drawn to your energy. And I'm like looking at you right now and I'm like the background, the glasses, your beautiful hair. I just want to be your friend. Okay, so we can be friends. (laughs) Yes, Yes, we're friends. It's official. It's official. I love it. I'm also very drawn to the work that you're doing. You came so highly recommended by some of my clients. And since we've spoken, I've really like done a bit of stalking, I have to admit, been looking on your website, been looking on your Instagram and your social. And I want you to have the opportunity to actually tell my community and to share with the people who will be listening to this, what it is that you do and who you are. So give yourself a bit of an intro, please. Sure. So I am an accountant by trade, CPA. And what I specialize in is educating entrepreneurs around bookkeeping and taxes so that they really can feel confident making money and holding money and managing money. So Mm. that's uh, something that I've just found as an accountant, something that not a lot of people in the accounting industry provide that type of education. And so, yeah, that's what I do. That's what gets me, gets me going. And, uh, and yeah, and I'm really passionate about education and also just keeping things fun and like humorous. And so that's kind of my, my style. <laughs> I love it because when I went to your website, I saw immediately the kind of vibe that you were trying to go for and that you really embody, which is adding and infusing an element of fun into a topic that can be challenging for people, which is their business finances, right? Mm -hmm. And 
I love the fact that you're trying to like make it chilled and relaxed and fun and enjoyable for people to tackle that part of their business. Cause I know a lot of my clients, they dread it, right? They really dread it. Yes. So thank you for sharing that. I will just say that most of my clients are currently business owners. I don't know how it happened, but right now in my results coach practice, I have noticed that most of my clients that are business owners, this topic of their business finances always comes up in some way, shape or form. And I find that it's usually if I keep digging and I, I help them to uncover what it is, it's often related to the mindset around money rather than the what actually could be triggering, which is the numbers themselves and the practicality of their finances. So I want to ask you the first question, which is how do you tackle the mindset around money versus the actual specifics in the numbers? So I think that that's one reason why I'm so I really like to make it chill and humorous is because I find that the mindset around numbers is that it's serious and scary and hard. And I find that like when you think about CRA, CPA, like it just seems like such like scary acronyms and like and seriousness that make people just want to stay away to begin with. So first I say I think the shift is not so much a mindset shift in the believe this instead of this, but it's in like in the energy around it. Changing the energy can sometimes help like, you know, sometimes, you know, our thoughts create our reality and our emotions, mm. but also the vibe can sometimes reverse back and help us to think, oh, maybe this isn't so serious. Maybe this isn't so scary. So that's something that in the style of how I do things and how I really do like to keep it chill. And I like to make people feel like making mistakes is not a big deal. Oh, I love that. Break down. Yeah, it helps to break down the fear and the seriousness. Because if we're scared of making a mistake, then we do nothing at all. It's just like, it's like, it's like a classic overwhelm block, right? You're just like, I'm scared. So I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to mess it up. So I'd rather just do nothing than to do something. And so that's what chill books, which I didn't mention it earlier, but that's, that's my signature program where I teach people how to do their bookkeeping is really about keep it chill, take time to, to ride the learning curve. It really is like when we think about things like growth mindset and it's really a skill that you can just learn and build on just like any other skill. Like it's, it's, so that's what I actually tackle in the first, in the first module of my course is I talk about how learning how to do your bookkeeping, which is the foundation of a healthy, healthy business finances is, is like, I, I talk about, it's like learning tennis. So when you first start playing tennis, you're kind of just like, first things first, what shoes am I going to wear? What court am I going to play on? Right? Like you're not, yes. you're not thinking about strategy at that point. You're not like, oh, I, I need to know when I, when do I use forehand and backhand? What spin do I put on the ball? You're just like, where's the court? And let me get some shoes. And I'll never forget. I was on vacation once and I was scared to try tennis. And, and actually the South African man came up. I just remember his accent was so cute. He goes, he goes, just hit the ball. Just hit the ball. Don't worry about it. Just get on the court and hit the ball. So that was my introduction. And then eventually I started taking lessons. And that's where I was like, okay, this is forehand. This is backhand. This is the footwork. And then I'm like, oh my God, I've been doing it wrong this whole time. I've just been hitting the ball. And then eventually, which the fun part is when you actually play and you learn the rules mm -hmm. and 
you're actually playing for for points and wanting to win and all that type of stuff, you know, which by the way, I'm still not even at that stage, but, (laughs) but it's, there's foundational steps that have to come into play. And I think with bookkeeping and with, with managing finances, we just expect that we're going to know everything at the exact, at the start, and we're not going to make mistakes and we're not going to like have to go through that learning curve. So that's a big shift. That is so good. I love that analogy and I also love your energy around it. And I think it's so refreshing because you're absolutely right. You hear CRA, you hear taxes, you hear even like QuickBooks. Like the minute some people hear that, yeah. they're like, oh, no, 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 I, I cannot. I don't know how. <laughs> so then they just are so fearful of it. Like you said, they don't do anything about it. And then you get to six months, a year, two years, three years into your business. And if you don't have those healthy foundations, how are you going to have a healthy business that's making money, that's turning a profit? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Next question, Jamie, is I want to talk to the new business owners out there, the people that have an idea that are, they're, they're fleshing the idea out or they've started the business and they're in the first, let's say, six months to one year of their new venture. Whether it's a side hustle or a full-time thing, it's irrelevant. If those people that are looking to set things up in an organized and non-overwhelming manner, like a very chill manner, like you profess, where would you suggest that they even start? So I want to like give them the basics. Tell us, in your opinion, where to start. The basics, the very best place to start. Doesn't matter if you haven't made your first sale yet. Doesn't matter if you don't have any activity go open up a separate bank account for your business. Oh, yes. (laughs) Oh, yes. I was coaching someone on this yesterday and she's like glassy eyes. And I was like, no, no, this is where it's ending. We're not talking about anything else until you've done that. Because you've got to separate the two. Tell us why. Tell us. Yes. Well, in I'm a bookkeeping gal. I'm very much about the bookkeeping. So the first reason why is that it makes your bookkeeping a bajillion times easier. Like, for those people, and when I say those people, it's a lot of people and I'm not judging. So this is like, if this is you, yeah. like those people that wait until the end of the year to to clean up their books, you, the last thing you want to be doing is trying to figure out if an e-transfer you got in February last year was like from a friend or from a client <sighs> or like, was that Uber expense for me going on a work trip or was that personal? Like, it's just clean it up from the start, (laughs) like separate those accounts. And you don't even have to get a designated, like you don't have to tell the bank it's a business account. Basically, you don't have to do that. You can just, if you're not, if you're not an incorporated business, you Mm. can just use a personal bank account and designate it as your business account in your mind. Because think about Uh. it, people are operating out their personal accounts all the time. So just open up another personal, free personal checking account. And then once you become more established, once you incorporate your business, then you can go to the bank with your corporation documents yes. and say, I need a corporate bank account, a business bank account. But you don't need to tell the bit like people are just doing it anyways. So, you know, Why like not. I didn't think of that. Care. That's mm-hmm. amazing. I did not think of that because when I did mine, 
I got my business registration as a sole proprietor and then had to go to the bank with that to open the business bank account and get the credit card that was linked to that account. So mm-hmm. I did that. It's done. And it's also not such a big deal, by the way. I right. mean, for whoever has to open a registered business as a sole proprietor, it's really, you go online. My accountant sent me the link. I think I paid $30 or something and you get your little certificate mm-hmm. and you're done. It's done. It's finished. But I didn't think about mm-hmm. that. And I didn't realize you could just open it as a, as a separate account just to keep it separate. I cannot echo this louder if possible. I think this is essential. It's not even like a nice to have. It is essential. And I will tell you that every time I now, because I have a separate, obviously, bank account, but I have my credit card that is linked to my business account. It's a Mm -hmm. separate business credit card. Every single transaction Every tiny little thing, like you said, a parking downtown. Yesterday I was downtown. My parking was paid on that. Mm. Obviously, lunches and meals, something I buy from Amazon, a client gift, whatever it is, all goes through that. So I don't even have to think because there are so many little things that could get so confusing. So I'm shouting it from the rooftops with you. (laughs) Open a separate bank account. (laughs) Amen. Lovely. Yes. And the second part about it is like, there's the organizational side of it, but you know, coming back to the mindset piece here is your business is separate from you. This is a real business. Treat it like a real business that's separate from you that is going to build your income. It's like, I want to be paid for my business. I don't want to have some mishmash. Oh, sometimes I'm paying personal things. Sometimes I'm paying business things because I am sending the signal to myself that my business is not a real business that is not going to be able to pay me a salary. So even if you're putting everything through the business and then transferring all that money to yourself on a monthly basis, that is still so much better for building that that separation mindset and 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 starting to believe that you have a business that's going to be able to pay you. So mm. that's just something I like to be clear on. It's separate and it's going to fund your life. Gosh, I love it. Okay, yes. now we're switching gears. And mm. this question is for the seasoned entrepreneurs, the ones who are making money in their business and they've been running for a few years and they perhaps have staff and employees or freelancers that work for them. I want to talk to them. They probably have their system set up. They have their mm-hmm. finances seemingly, in inverted commas, in place. <laughs> and I want to speak to them and ask you, what would you say to them if they really wanted to maximize their financial health, like what could they do? Where could they focus some energy to really ensure that they are leveraging and maximizing their finances? Mm-hmm. So if you've got everything dialed in, you've got your bookkeeping system, you've got a bookkeeper doing your monthly books for you, or you've learned how to do it properly and you do it yourself. The first thing is make sure that you're actually reviewing your numbers on a monthly basis. So that's like step one. Step one is like, ask your bookkeeper to send you a profit and loss statement every month and start to get, build that connection with your finances so that you know, you can actually get a holistic picture of what's going on in your business. You know how many clients you worked with this month in your mind or how many people you connected with that maybe doesn't lead to income on your profit and loss statement. You know what you spent, what you've been investing in on the on the marketing side and stuff like that. But there's what's in our head versus like the cold hard numbers that tell us actually what happened. And having both is important. So having both and knowing, okay, I invested thousands of dollars in marketing this month and then being able to see three months from now that 
result on your profit and loss is really magical. So, so getting that true picture of what's going on on a monthly basis, because you've got your systems dialed in, that's the point of having the systems. The point of having the systems, and I kind of wanted to touch on this when you asked about the mindset part earlier, and I was like, is with bookkeeping, and when I, so when we're saying financial systems, what I'm thinking about is bookkeeping because that is the foundational financial system. When we think about bookkeeping, we think about it's something that we have to do for the CRA. We need to, or, you know, if somebody's not in Canada, wherever you are, the IRS, whoever, whoever you're paying taxes to, you think I have to do my bookkeeping so that I can file my taxes and pay my taxes. That's what our normal mindset around this stuff is. But the thing is, is actually forget about them. Think about doing your bookkeeping for yourself. What mm. do you want? Do you want to raise capital in your business? Because if you do, you need to make sure that you have financial statements that are going to show the story that you're going to want to bring to the bank when you're trying to get financing, right? Like, Or to a potential to want- investor, right? Yes. 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 Got it. Exactly. Got like, it. And it's like, get excited about doing your book so that you can see the true results of what you're doing on a monthly basis, on a quarterly basis. Like one of my favorite things I tell people to do is go into their QuickBooks, select all time as the time range and look at how much money you've created, how much revenue you've created. It's the most fun thing to do. Like these are the things that you get to do when you have your systems dialed in is you get to start to see what you've created and what you've built and also where where you're wasting money that can be like an easy shift for you because you actually have the data to drive those business decisions. So so keep on the pulse and and learn how to look at those numbers because that's going to serve you when you're a CEO and you're like 10 10 10 rolls away from somebody doing bookkeeping, you know, you're still going to be looking at those reports. So that's my my advice on that. It's taking a lot for me right now to not rush while we are on this discussion. Isn't that fun? To my QuickBooks to look yes. at all time. Yes, oh my gosh, it's so, fun. so fun. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I think another part of that is like we get so obsessed. I think it's a cultural thing right now that it's all about how much revenue you bring in annually per annum are you a six-figure mm. earner is it this is it yes. and I'm like let's just move away from that actually I, I don't think it's a it's a necessary obsession it's a nice to know sure do you mm. have to share it it's up to you but I love this concept of basically empowering your own mindset by having a handle on where your numbers are at on a regular basis Love that. Mm-hmm. So I I have to just share this. I created, when I started this business four years ago, I think, whenever it was, I created an Excel sheet. And all it was was like the name of the client, each row was per client, and each column was the, the month, like January, February, March, you know, year. And then I just put in each client and how much they were going to pay or how much they were paying per month. So I still work out of that Excel sheet, even though I have everything in QuickBooks and I have my system set up and I have my bookkeeper and my accountant and so on. But that Excel to me is like my happy place. I go in there Mm. all the time. I'm always looking at my totals. I'm always just checking that I haven't forgotten about someone or that they're on track and that I'm, it also reminds me of how I'm servicing them and how they hold a space in my business, in my mind, in my thoughts, in my work on a regular basis. It's like, Mm. it's like they're renting a space in my business and in my mind so I can service them to the highest value on a regular basis. 
So I good. I love it. It's so good. And it's and that is the holistic picture of tying the work you're doing and the people to the numbers as well. Yeah. Because when we get to, and I'm I'm like so I'm you know, I'm a CPA, so I'm very like always too much on the number side of things. And my thing is that I have to pull myself more to the other side, where I think that a lot of people, they're they're the opposite. They don't really want to look at the numbers. They have to kind of force themselves. Like I kind of have to force myself myself to pull away from the numbers. And when I find that I'm not feeling motivated to sell or show up in my business, like I actually have to, I look at client lists. And like, mm. I'm like, oh my God, remember what we did together or remember what, or what, or, you know, exactly where they are on track and, and where, and where they're going. And like, that helps me to connect, to be more excited to, to show up and sell because the numbers are just not, they're not a motivating factor. Like it's, yeah. it's kind of, it, it, they are, but part of it's like, you have to have both, I guess, is what I'm saying. You I need totally the numbers agree. and you need, you need the connection to the work you're doing and the people. Mm-hmm. Amen. Love that. One of the messages that stood out for me on your website when I was looking, and by the way, I just love the whole vibe of your website, the pictures, the colors, the everything, the text, the content. I'm going to use it as an example for some future clients when they tell me, do you have examples for websites that I could look at if they want to do their own? I'm going to send them yours. One of the messages (laughs) is that you want to encourage people to have more money in the bank and also have more chill in their business. I'm like, that is a tagline that like hits straight to the heart for me. I loved it. And I really enjoy the fact that you're also supporting both sides of the coin, really, the entrepreneurs and the business owners, as well as the bookkeepers and CPAs and so on. So I want you to take a moment and I want you to share with us how it is that you actually help both sides and how people can find you and what you have to offer for them because I am a big fan. So off you go. <laughs> Thank you. I, I'm, I'm a big fan too, actually. <laughs> like, yes, yes. You should the numbers, be. <laughs> Chill in the business. Like this is, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. So thank you. Thank you. So first I'll share that, that chill books in itself. Chill Books is a course where I take people through the three phases of setting up their bookkeeping system and understanding their taxes. And kind of what I touched on in the tennis example, we do it in a chill way where we build on skills and they can plug into the course and take it at their own chill pace and build on their their confidence and their financial knowledge. So that's that's the chill in Chill Books. So I take them to a place, people from a place of feeling lost, confused, or just straight up just organized with their finances to a place where they feel confident, empowered, and organized. So the one way is with entrepreneurs. So entrepreneurs can pop onto my website, purchase chill books, get access right away, and start taking those steps towards financial confidence and tax confidence in their taxes. And then the other side is with CPAs and bookkeepers. So with accounting professionals, I mean, I've been building this business for almost six years now. And I have seen the a huge issue in the industry in that there's a gap of people going to accountants for support early on in their businesses, not really being able to pay for bookkeeping services or for what, what the full breadth of education of what they need. And really just having this crappy relationship where they talk to their accountant once a year and it's all about getting their catching up on a whole year there's no like real planning tax planning or insightful conversations happening it's like 
when's the deadline? Let's get this done. And then, and then everybody's left saying, Oh, I wish that my accountant would tell me this, or I wish they would talk to me about this, but it's just not the normal relationship does not allow for people in the start of their business to actually get the education and support they need, just because that's how the structure of the industry works. It's not an education-based industry. So my goal is to really bring that empowering and that education into accounting firms, and that's through Chillbook certification. So accounting professionals can jump on a call with me. We can chat and see if they want to bring Chillbooks into their firm so that they can actually use and license the content that I've already created and use it to build stronger relationships that are more enriching for both them and their clients. Wow. What a smart, smart idea. You must have had a good coach. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I love coaching. I just, the amount of money I've spent on coaching in the past five years. Yeah, and look at where you are now, right? I'm just saying, is there something behind that? No, you you are super smart, clearly, but you also have a very special and unique way about you. And honestly, like, I have a few people in my community, the ones who actually spoke so highly of you. I'll give them a shout out. It's bookkeeper Anna from Tidy Books and Jen Capadani, CPA. And they are both really impressive and not what I would have typically thought of as your typical CPA or bookkeeper. And you now fall into that. You, You ladies are like cool, hip like just fresh and funky and like people, like I said, that I want to be friends with. And I just love that you're changing the stereotypical way and look of this industry and the financial world. So you ladies just got to keep, you got to keep doing your thing and I will keep trying to help support you and share and spread the word. So if anybody listening loved what they heard from Jamie today, where do we need to go to find you? How do we follow? How do we get involved? Yes. Okay. So we can connect on Instagram at jamie.monty. So that is a place where I like to hang a lot. So you'll find me on there, very active on stories and everything. And then my website, jamiemonty.com. You can learn all about the, you know, both types of offerings that I shared with you or book in a day with me and we can just work on your business for a day. Like we, these are the types of things that, that, that I do. So head to my website, learn a little bit more about that. And yeah, let's stay connected. You can get on my mailing list too, and all that stuff through my website. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. I love that. And for anyone who's listening, we do have a special offer for the results club minxes. Go into the show notes. You will see all the details for a special discount and promo code that you can use when and if signing up for Jamie's programs or services. And I wish everybody the best of luck. And really, I think we share this mission to try and help women, men, whoever's dealing with their own business and their life in general to just clean up their finances and have it be fun and chill. Yes? Yes. Yes. No more anxiety. Let's just be chill. (laughs) Love it. Thank you so much, Jamie. This was such a pleasure and I can't wait for us to do lunch. (laughs) Thank you for having me and I can't wait too. Yay. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of The Results Club. If you enjoyed it and found it insightful, I would love it if you could take a moment to write a short review, rate this episode, and even subscribe to the Results Club podcast. That way, other driven high performers just like you will be able to find it. 
If you'd like to find out more about how to achieve your ultimate results in life and business, head over to www.liathorovitz.com for information and resources on my coaching, upcoming retreats and masterminds, and so much more. If you're ready to see how coaching can help you, schedule a discovery call with me. I would so love to meet you and hear more about your story and how I can help you. See you next week.